learned in the Bain of Bachaye, beginning of Parshas Nakude, is the explanation of Shlomo Melech's approach and encouraging the Jewish people to overcome the temptation for theft, dishonesty, massive ill-gotten gain, which is, of course, compelling. Everyone understands the morality, the basic morality of honesty, not to steal. And Shlomo Melech says, it will be better a little bit that you'll have left that's rightfully yours than massive amounts of stolen grain, gold, silver, warehouses filled with ill-gotten gain. This will be better. And he adds, Amalek adds, and we can see this, see clear evidence for this from life experience. Marshall TV, something that's really very tangible, very real to life. See a person would rather choose a meager meal of vegetable in the company of his, his friends rather than the most lavish feast in the company of enemies. So, you see from here, says Bin Bechayi, Shlomo saying that the basic nature of a person can understand, you could draw from there the conclusion, from this which is so clear and well known, that if when it comes to the human relationship, a person choose something very minimal, materialistically, for the sake of the, the inner peace and tranquility and closeness and friendship. So certainly, it's proper, it's correct that he should choose a very minimal, meager lifestyle in the materialism when it's coupled with the reverence for Hashem, the love of Hashem, which is better for him than the love and relationship with any person, and better than all any and all riches filled with warehouses, all the money in the world will not equal that which he's gaining through his closest to Hashem. This is clearly evident from life experience. So, of course, it's not a simple concept for us to really relate to, to take in that, um, to believe, to, to, to imagine that person could have such a tangible experience of relating to Hashem, closest to Hashem, love, a real relationship that would be considered even more powerful and certainly beneficial, more far more beneficial 
than any human relationship. It seems to us, of course, that this is a very high level for the greatest people. And yet, Shaman is presenting it for, for everyone. And Bahai is saying, you could see this, you could sense this. So maybe there's room for some explanation there, or some help over here. Another question that we raised was that if Shalman is trying to give us the motivation to overcome the temptation from theft, to live honestly, it would seem a little bit um, sort of short-changing us. I only talk about the uh, greater enjoyment of the lifestyle or the content of our life in this world. It doesn't say anything about the world to come. He wants to motivate us and tell us how we enjoy more, have greater enjoyment, much more enjoyment, he should say, and that pleasure will extend for all eternity. You'll enjoy the meager lifestyle in this world more, and how much more so, how much infinitely greater pleasure you'll have for eternity in the next world, because the nefesh, the essence of the person, is eternal, and he's acquiring through the proper choices of this world, that's closest to the ultimate creator, which he derives the greatest pleasure from forever, forevermore. Why is that not mentioned? Why is the entire focus only on that you'll enjoy what you're here having? Your life here and now will be better, just like you could see from your uh, human friendships. So in a sense, even once we accept the principle that um, the Torah doesn't want us to be sacrificed with the morality, the Torah wants us to view it as this is the this is the system for the greatest benefit, for the greatest pleasure, for the greatest success in every way. But still, why is Shalom focused only on the benefit that we'll have in this world? It'll be better, the meager meal that you have here simple lifestyle you have here without the glamour without the glitz without the fanfare without the lavishness it will be better it will be peaceful it will be tranquil you'll be able to experience the closest true connection to Hashem honesty integrity following the ways of Hashem the real love okay that's true 100% but what about it's going to be everlasting why is that omitted essentially So we had some suggestions. Maybe um, it's, it's, it's further removed from us. Maybe it's hard to use that. Maybe um, we give the impression of uh, trying to do it more for that big payoff as opposed to just for its own sake. But I don't know if I'm satisfied. Because there's really no contradiction. Terry wants us to have the, the total good. This is the way to have it. And I should be wanting to give that to myself. And nothing that's the whole of being detracted. Why should anything be sort of 
lost out by including the awareness and we'll have a better life here and <laughs> and forever. So I have a thought that this is not meant to be a motivation. I know there's some expressions that sound like that when you do it. But perhaps what's going on here in the Bahaya is not a way of giving us a motivation to do the right thing. He's not trying to you know, give us good reason to do what's right because it's going to even be better. There will be no loss, it's going to be better, win-win situation, and therefore it's worth it to do what's right, and it's all good. Not essentially trying to be motivated. It's trying to be educated. Shalomalach is coming to help us to get a tangible sense of the true essence of a person and the true, compelling, real, relatable to nature of his essence as a being of honesty and morality. When we talk about like human intellect understands that theft is wrong. There could be levels and levels of understanding. Of course, everyone realizes I don't have a right to somebody else's money. There's boundaries. There's, there's such a thing as truth, honesty. We have some sense of it. But there's many levels of having that sense of recognizing recognizing it clearly, recognizing its full, compelling, almost tangible nature. If a person can, can envision that he would enjoy his life more living simply and honestly, over and above anything that all the money in the world could buy, carries with it a very compelling question. How would we understand that? How could it be that you can really enjoy more and better than lead your simple lifestyle over everything that all the money in the world could buy? If we grant this progression, this calculation, if I see when it comes to human relationships, it will be better. So then, when it comes to Hashem, certainly, even though it seems distant, but that's the real truth of the person. We could, we could understand, and even the nature of a person could recognize, oh, to some, at least to some degree, I am essentially spiritual. I'm not like my physical part of me is just external, not the real essence of the person. So then, if human relationships gives more pleasure because that's the real soul pleasure, then relationship with Hashem, which is experienced how? Through the beauty of Hashem's ways, through the beauty of truth, the choosing truth, will, will be, stands to reason, it should be even more powerful. Oh, then I'll stop and I'll, I'll, I'll notice, I'll recognize. 
I'll have to explain how is it that this legal lifestyle profession is more pleasurable than everything that all the money could buy. That is giving a person a tangible sense because I am a spiritual being. Because that is my true self. That is my true essence. That is what who and what I am. That's why truth is compelled. That's why it is right. It's not just a nice thing. It's not just societally helpful. It is absolutely true. The fact that a person will, through this calculation, be able to envision enjoying that simple lifestyle, not in a manner of self-sacrifice, not because I'm so self-sacrificing that I'm so, so righteous, but rather playing simply in its own true sense. I'm close, I'm with Hashem, I'm with the Creator. I have a connection. I have a connection with people. What's the nature? What's the source of that connection? It's internal. That also exists. The real source of my existence. And that will be a source of greater pleasure than anything in the world. That is communicating to the person what and who it truly is. That's what makes morality compelling. Morality is compelling because I can sense that this is my true definition. This, I can relate in a tangible way. This is real. This is true. This is good. So making that calculation helps the person to recognize his real true self, which is able to understand that the compelling nature of honesty, of truth. Not just, you know, motivation. I want to do it because it will be good for me. The fact that it will be better for me shows me the power of it. Shows me the truth of it. Shows me the self-discovery and who and what I really am. And that's what will motivate me to do that. Because it's good. Because it's true can supersede everything, well, that shows its power, that shows its truth, that shows its real, eternal existence. That is the way of Hashem working for us. That's what I want us to be able to want to be who we truly are in all its goodness.